Welcome back to the Vol State Chat here on WVCP-FM. I'm your host, Eric Melcher. Joining me now once again is Dean Andy White from the Business and Technology Division. And Andy, one thing we uh, haven't really talked about specifically, but is a very uh, interesting part of your business and technology lineup is cybersecurity. And um, cybersecurity has been a huge issue uh, for many years now, but it seems like cybersecurity issues just keep growing in the United States and really worldwide. Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, we've got a digital economy now. The the world is is digitally connected. Uh, we we do everything. We socialize. We we do commerce. Um, we worship. I mean, every aspect of life is in some way wired. And uh, what you have to do is you have to defend and protect and secure those networks. And increasingly, there's a lot of sensitive information out there, whether it's your health records or your income taxes or um, or, or even personal private communication with a friend. Uh, you've got to um, defend those networks, and, and that's where cybersecurity comes in. Yeah, and it's not to, it used to be saying, well, because I, I remember there was a situation where MAPCO uh, had their uh, their uh, computers hacked and they were taking credit card numbers, and that's kind of what we thought about uh, cybersecurity, oh, I don't know, five or ten years ago. Now there's this whole ransom issue, and uh, we went through this with the Colonial Pipeline Project, where we actually had um, um, people having a hard time getting gas because Colonial Pipeline Company, which is a, a, one of the major pipeline companies in the United States, had been hacked, and they had been trying to hire a cybersecurity security person for quite some time. So it's really, um, it's always shifting in terms of what the threats are, correct? Well, that is correct. And and that's the thing that, that we do with our programs here. First of all, we've got great instructors who love their work. And they not only have academic credentials in the field, but they've got a lot of practical work experience leading teams that, that do this work out there. Um, in fact, Frida Pinkerton and uh, Abbas Imam are our two cyber defense uh, faculty members, and, and Frida led and, and uh, supervised IT programs for Department of Navy uh, programs mm-hmm. for years. So they've got a lot of practical real-world experience as well as the technical knowledge, and they love um, working with students and building that workforce for the future, introducing uh, uh, these courses and these skills and, and these professional opportunities uh, to students of every age uh, because, as you said, there there are just a, a flood of job opportunities, rewarding job opportunities out there, and not enough people to fill them. Yeah, I mean, that's an area where you could get a two-year degree, go get a job, and still be working then to go on to your four-year degree, and you can keep progressing from there, getting new certifications. Um, there's always ways you can keep advancing your educational career and advancing your uh, career as a result. Um, in terms of cybersecurity, who, who, who do you think would be a good student for cybersecurity? Well, to, to be honest with you, it's uh, we start our, our programs start with the basics, so mm-hmm. so you can come in. Uh, totally new to information technology, and, and we'll, there's the phrase, we'll meet you where you are. We'll, right. we'll, we'll start our programs and start your learning at whatever point uh, you're ready to begin. So uh, our, our courses begin with the basics. So, so uh, just about anybody could do it. I, I would say someone who uh, enjoys technology, uh, some math, but to be honest with you, many of these uh, career paths and many of these programs do not require advanced math skills. You, you just uh, have to be able to think logically. Um, when you think about uh, computer programming, it's computer logic, um, which has its has its roots in math. But uh, you don't have to be a math expert to do it. Uh, you, you have to like learning problem solving, I think, is a, is a really important skill and persistence because uh, 
it's not going to be read this chapter and take an exam and, and answer questions about what you read in the chapter. It's going to be applying skills that, that are demonstrated oh, in the yeah. classroom. And it's there's also kind of that investigative aspect, too. you got to have that kind of that curiosity to want to know, hey, who's trying to get at us and where's this coming from? Because that's a big part of it. Well, that's true. And, and I would also say lifelong learning would really be mm-hmm. important because um, the technology changes continually. Yeah. Um, so you're, it's not a career where you're going to be able to take some courses and and, and do that in six months or, or 18 months or two years and then be done. Um, if you move into the information technology field, and really most professions, yeah. in today's world, you're going to have to continue your education and continue add knowledge as you go. Yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, we were just talking about uh, learning how to learn. Um, it's, a, it's a huge part of the college experience, and um, there really is not a profession in which you're not learning new stuff. I, I mean, I think everyone does on their jobs, but it's especially um, once you become a kind of in a professional, um, you know, white-collar community, I think that you are expected to be learning new things all the time. We always have new programs here that we're using here at the college and new software that people have to use and, um, you know, new platforms that we have to deal with. Um, so so yeah, that's, I, I think, a big part of it. And we we're talking about the fact that your informa- information technology uh, faculty really are kind of used to a, a wide variety of students from, you know, folks that have very little experience. Maybe they're right out of high school. Um, and we always think of the – we talk about the digital natives and we talk about high school students. Just because you use your phone and you're doing all this stuff, it seems like they have a lot of tech skills, but they really need a lot of tech grounding to be able to go into the workforce. Everyone in society, it's just about any age, is using technology in in some way throughout the day. Many times we don't even think of it as using technology. We just think of it as as living. But uh, what we do in in our classes, what our faculty members do, is they teach students uh, the the hands-on skills to be able to go and, and work for a corporation or a government agency or a nonprofit and, and help those organizations uh, utilize technology to serve their stakeholders or their customers. The, the thing about IT right now is it's a profession where you can not only get a job, but but you're going to be at the center of the your organization's yeah. success. I mean, you're going to be looked at to, to have your program strong and healthy. Uh, and, and the organization, your employer's very successful, depend upon the how you and your teammates do your work. Yeah, we have a wonderful information technology department here at Vol State that runs all of this technology. They're not teaching the classes, but honestly, without them, we would be lost. I mean, they are really at the heart now of everything we do, and um, they do an amazing job, but I know they have all sorts of things they've got to keep up with constantly changing technology. So uh, it's a lot of exciting possibilities in the business and technology division. So if you're interested, visit volstate.edu and click on the Academics tab and then Business and Technology, and you'll find more information about our programs. And if you're considering taking college classes, we're here to help you get ready. The spring semester starts on January 18th, and now is the time to apply. You can go to volstate.edu slash apply. And the spring semester can be a great opportunity for adults to start a college career using the Tennessee Reconnect Scholarship Program, and it provides tuition-free classes for students who don't already have a college degree. The, the first step is to fill out that application, and then you can talk to our admissions advisor, and they can talk to you about your options and where you want to be when you graduate. Now, you can always visit us in person at, here at the Gallatin campus on normal business hours, 8 to 4.30, Monday through Friday. But to help folks get ready for spring, we have extended hours on Mondays and Thursdays until 6 o'clock 
clock that'll be going on for the next couple months. So if you can, make a quick stop in after work and we can help you get started. But it is best if you fill out that application first at volstate.edu slash apply. Once again, spring classes start on January 18th and we'll have a full mix of in-person and online classes, so join us. And once again, happy Veterans Day. And if you are a veteran who has not used their educational benefits yet, please consider joining us. We have a Veterans Affairs Department that can help you get started. There's a lot of paperwork involved and these folks are pros at it. Visit volstate.edu edu slash veterans for details we'd love to have you on campus that's it for this edition of the vol state chat next week we will explore music at vol state in a show hosted by our student co-host chloe duvall she'll be joined by two other students who will be playing live so a reminder that today's show will be available and download as a podcast on apple spotify and amazon just search for the vol state chat i'm eric melcher thanks for joining us have a great afternoon and stay tuned for more great music here on wvcp fm